0: Hello, and welcome to episode 56 of Party Dice Friends. My name is Grant Howitt, and I'm joined as ever by my best friend in the whole world, Christopher Taylor. Say hello, Christopher. Hello. I'm kind of sad the way you never say hello, Christopher.
1: That's an old joke. It's tired.
0: Well, I, well, I set you up every time.
1: For... I know, and that's why okay. I don't do it.
0: I'm not falling for okay. your traps, Howitt. That's fair. We are game designers. Sure, we give advice week in, week out, but we are primarily game designers. That's where our bread and butter comes from. That's where uh that's how we bring home the bacon and then presumably put it with the bread and butter.
1: It's a whole smoggers board. Mm.
0: You know what, I think I'm gonna close my sandwich. I don't want an open sandwich.
1: That's fair. Easy mm. to pick up.
0: Yeah, for sure. So when I say we're game designers, what I mean is we're going to be designing games this week on the podcast. We're not gonna we're not gonna fanny about with giving advice. We think we've spoiled you. And so we just I think we just wanna stretch our muscles. Is that a phrase? Yeah. Sure. Stretch our muscles?
1: I believe what you're looking for there is flex.
0: Yes, flex our muscles and stretch our legs. <laughs> We're going to flex our legs live on <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mainly visual <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> so we put out the call on Twitter um, asking for just the names of games, please. No further details because I, 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 didn't want to, I didn't want to be slowed down by amateurs telling me what to do. I didn't also want to be slowed down by my own useless quagmire of a brain trying to come up with ideas. <laughs> so this so, is the best of both worlds. So we
1: outsourced it.
0: Yeah, we outsourced the hard part which is the name as Chris and I can guarantee. And so what we've done, we've uh, we've it, we've liked some tweets. I'm going to go through it. We're just going to just going to just going to spitball with each other and see what what games we think we should make. Should we perhaps actually Here's an idea, Chris. How about at the end of this We commit to picking one of these and doing it as a one-page game. Okay, I think that that that, that sort of ups the stakes a little bit. It does, yeah. Be a bit fun
1: rather than just pissing in the wind.
0: (laughs) So I've got a suggestion here. Okay, and this one's um, this one's this one's great, hearty dice friends. um, What's the word? Content. This one comes in from Finn, and it's Enter the Dagon.
1: Enter the Dagon.
0: So what I'm thinking here. Well, obviously it's a pun on Enter the Dragon. Yeah, no, I, I but, got that. <laughs> but, <laughs> which is which was a um, film. But what I'm thinking it was a kung fu film. I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. What I'm thinking is right. Fuck the kung fu stuff. Instead, this is about sexually entering the elder gods.
1: Okay. So, so it's it's, a, it's forbidden wooing. It's a dating.
0: It's a dating sim. The yep. dark corners of the ass. This is this is this is a dating sim for elder elder monsters. So basically, like like Monster Hearts, but without the whole teenage thing.
1: I like now, that.
0: Now, do are the players the cultists or are the players all elder gods who are just sort of you know smooching
1: speed dating?
0: Well, it says enter, so we have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, something's going in.
1: Well, it's getting pretty fast. Things are going I'm pretty sorry? hot and heavy speed dating oh, yeah. but everything is yeah. just happening very quickly.
0: That, that that's the thing about the elder gods, they do things quickly. <laughs> yeah.
1: No real concept of time.
0: So I mean Dagon isn't an elder god per se, is he? No. He's um he's one of he's like a like a is he an old one, is he a priest?
1: I, I can never remember the classification, but he I think an old one. Yeah.
0: And, and there's Dagon and um his missus.
1: What's his wife's name? Dagoda? I have no idea now. Deborah? <laughs> <laughs> Sharon? Sharon?
0: Belinda, Belinda Dagon So if we're looking at that sort of scale We've got Dagon Like Cthulhu I think is maybe a bit big to have You know, penetrative sex with
1: (laughs) Plus he's asleep, which is just wrong
0: I'd wake him up Okay,
1: I I imagine it would
0: (laughs) No, no, Jesus Christ I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sexually assault Cthulhu in his
1: sleep That's what I'm saying That's why I said it was a problem
0: yeah, no. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna go near him. He comes up and is like, oh, you disturbed my slumber. And then I'm like, fancy drink. <laughs> you enter this, and then do you and then, want a piece? Do, are you you have in this, and then presumably some fisherman comes, runs over his head, pop pops his head, um, and then so that like we could bond over like how dead the fisherman's gonna be. And then we go to a bar, and then I should, presume he eats me. But not in a sex way. Although that would be me entering him. Yeah. Not in a way I was hoping for, but I guess that would win me the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whichever way. I mean, if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're rolling you know, seduction checks, that's one way. But you can also just intimidate and antagonise. Is,
0: is this a war game?
1: I think it has the option to go that way.
0: I think if I had to pick a thing, if I had to pick a way of getting inside Cthulhu, that's what I'd go for in yeah the, in the, like of him eating me, and if I enjoy that, that's better right, yeah. and also like I should like i've I've cleared this with him, it's not like I'm you know tricking him into eating me, so I'm a little bit worried about this because it seems a lot like a like like i think like a dating sim for for elder gods or just like you know mystical creatures from the Cthulhu universe or what have you, metaverse, I'd be worried. That it might work better as a computer game.
1: Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that we've got, we're going to run up against with a lot of these titles. That... In that
0: everyone has suggested a computer game.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because, partly because it's easier to make a computer game than it is to make a tabletop game.
0: I think it's easier to imagine.
1: Sorry, yeah, game. it's easier to design <laughs> rather than code. Oh,
0: right, yeah, 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 right. So, like, working in pure theoreticals. Yeah, Yeah. sure, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I think, like, most of the suggestions we have are computer games. And if we actually want to design this as a one-page game, we're going to have some problems.
1: So what if you're playing as a group of ragtag investigators Mm -hmm. who have finally managed to get on the... Elder God version of blind date, right? You have got to try and work out which blind elder... bracket seer yeah. date. <laughs> you got to try and work out which Elder God is on the other side of the curtain, Mm-hmm. and which one you'd rather date. Mm.
0: You see, that's 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 got that's. I, I, I like blind date. I also like the idea that maybe you're you're playing a uh, like a you're playing it fast and loose. You're 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 you're, you're an occult operative and so you're you're learning these different rituals and manipulating cults to open up c- like communion with these gods and then ask them like what their favorite color is and what kind of music they're into
1: yeah and find out their weaknesses it's been a long time since i've actually had to ask someone
0: like i've actually had to seduce someone i don't <laughs> i don't know how that works
1: are you vulnerable to fire <laughs>
0: <laughs> if so i won't bring any Hello, reader. Grant here. I was going to say fire at the end of that sentence. Unfortunately, during it, my computer decided to near-fatally misbehave and destroy about 10 50 minutes of audio. So normally, I like to try and cut around the little snafus we have, but can't do it in this case. So instead, we're just going to jump right back into the podcast when we're talking about a later game. Thank you for understanding. Where the merry fuck were we?
1: Uh, the Red Hot Dojo at the end of the Sunset Sky. That's I was, correct. Yes. I was just saying that mm-hmm. it could be a club called the Red Hot Dojo at what, the end what? of Sunset Sky Street.
0: What happens there? Fights. I see. So it's a bit like Street Fighter. Yeah. So I'm seeing it a bit like a bit like Apocalypse World. I'm saying Apocalypse a lot this episode. You are. But like Apocalypse World, where you are kind of like the sexiest coolest motherfuckers in this place. And so only people who go into the Red Hot Dojo are allowed to take part in the game. Yeah. And this and and, and, and so in the Red Hot Dojo you have uh, two stats, your seduction technique and your fighting techniques. <laughs> and you know you know those uh that, that sort of species of underwater sea slugs and they have two sword penises in their mouths. And then every time they meet, they duel, and the one who pierces the other impregnates the other.
1: I'm broadly aware of them.
0: That would be one of the fighting styles.
1: <laughs> that's not really a fighting style. It's, it's certainly distinctive, Kung Fu. mate. It's not Krav Maga. <laughs>
0: you can't learn it. <laughs> you also
1: have to have the biology for it to function. It's like
0: Blanca. You just have to be raised by sea slugs.
1: I don't think that's how it works
0: i I think like I think they're even less intelligent than eels. Dear. Red hot dojo. Yep. I like it, it's a bit vague for me.
1: Okay, you want a specific sure. one? Yeah. Alright, from the same person. Tank friends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're in a tank.
2: Yep.
0: There's four of you Driver, gunner, commander, loader. You just gotta get on.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking like it's 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 a game about the interpersonal relationships of people trapped in a tank. Mmm. Rather than the war that's going on around them.
0: Like the war's there, but it's not about the war.
1: No, it's about the people.
0: Like you never get to look outside the tank.
1: Well presumably one of you has to be able to, otherwise you can't drive. <laughs>
0: nah, it's a really bad tank. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would hope the commander and gunner could also see it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: somebody's got to be able to see.
0: It's really just a loader who doesn't need to. Um. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm not. I'm not feeling it.
1: Okay. Give us one then.
0: Jason Statham's Big Vacation. This one comes in from Sean Smith.
1: So, do you all play Jason Statham?
0: Um. You know, everyone is John. Mm-hmm. Like that. In fact, just that. (laughs) Actually, this game exists. Crank is basically Jason Statham's big vacation, isn't it?
1: Or or Or. superhero actor Jason Statham has gone on a holiday and everything's going wrong. You play the tour reps, who have to make sure everything goes very smoothly. Otherwise, Jason Jason Statham flips the fuck out.
0: A disaster management simulation. Yep. Oh, I kind of like that. So, like... So, like, you each have your own individual skill because this could also be a, this could also be like like a role playing game, unlike the other ones we've mentioned. Yeah. So we've got Jason Statham is the big bad as well as the main character. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: He's there. He turns up, does an enormous line of coke, and demands to be shown around the owl sanctuary.
1: And you've but... got to keep the owls safe, and also Jason Statham out of prison. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. So one of you plays his lawyer. One of you is lawyer. One of you is private security because he doesn't do his fights. He's on holiday. Except he does do a lot of fighting. I should stress that. Yeah. Um. One of you is the tour guide, and one of them, and and, and one of you is sort of the cultural liaison.
1: Hmm. Translator, so that sort of thing.
0: Translator. Yeah. And so let's let's say like let's say I guess it kind of play out a bit like Rogue Trader. <laughs> what have you? Um, so, so you've gone to the owl sanctuary, but wouldn't you know, Baron von Moustache, J- Statham, Jason Statham's big big nemesis has has bothered all the owls, and so they're all upset, and so J- Jason Statham doesn't want to get there and see disturbed owls. You, you've, so got you've got to got try and th- calm
1: down these rody elves. Calm the owls.
0: These owls have gotten into Jason
1: Statham's cocaine. <laughs> Well, hang on. Let's let's um, Captain Von Moustache is one. Baron, is one, Sorry, Baron Von Moustache is one mm-hmm. in this. But what if yep. it was somebody like Russell Crowe? What if like, it was Darkstatham? Dark Statham, is that not what Russell Crowe is? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. So, they once ocu-
1: they once occupied similar roles, but now one has. Oh, I
0: see. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, R- Russell Crowe, I think, was always a bit more serious than Jason Statham. But like you're looking at you're looking at your action heroes. I guess you're looking at um,
1: Stephen Seagal.
0: <laughs> higher rent than that. <laughs> probably, probably like Stallone. Yep. Oh, Chris, I don't know who it is. Yep. It's Wesley Snipes, isn't it? Oh, it's Snipes. It's the Wesley Sniper opening fire. <laughs> So the Wesley Sniper is um, is shooting in. Oh, I, I like that because like you could never confront the Wesley Sniper directly. He's simply an agent of chaos. He's he's in some nearby building and he shoots something which makes it worse. So yeah. let's say for example he shoots Jason's. Uh, J- I keep calling him Jason. Yeah. He shoots really Jason's. I'm sorry. He shoots Jason's big bag of cocaine, which spills out and rips, and all the owls get into it, and then they're spoiling for a fight and also to try and sell you like shares in their business idea. Yeah. And (laughs) then it becomes
1: then it becomes Glen Gary, Glen Ross.
0: Basically, yeah. Always be owls. (laughs) Always be defending Jason Statham. Now Wesley Snipes has taken a vow of honor uh, to never actually shoot Jason Jason Statham directly. Only things which will make his holiday more difficult.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. That's that's like that's the game. Like you'll have. You, you'll you'll have like moves that the players can make. Then give the yeah. player the the GM moves that snipes can make.
0: Oh, actually, so if we're thinking of like an apocalypse world hack.
1: Kind of, yeah.
0: That, that that kind of works for me, but like I kind of like the idea that also it's a it's a game of non sequiturs. So you have, um, let's say for example, you've got the owl sanctuary and that's sorted. And then the next scene, like every scene, is a smash cut. Yes. To when Jason Statham arrives, or wakes up, or parachutes in.
1: Or just kicks down a door.
0: Just kicks down a door. And so... And so I heard
2: so, this was the buffet!
0: You're just drive, you're driving a minibus down quite a busy motorway, and Jason Statham kicks in the door to the minibus, <laughs> and sits down, at which point Wesley Snipes shoots the driver clean through the arm, and you have to try and get the truck back on the road.
1: Yeah, without alerting Statham.
0: Well, without upsetting Statham. Yeah. I think I think you'd have kind of a Statham alert um, grade. So there'd be like red alert would be Jason Statham. Jason Statham <laughs> is about to go. Is about to call up his mum and get a lift home. <laughs> if if Jason Statham's mum ever arrives, play, played by Helen Mirren. If if Helen Millen. If if Hel- Helen Mirren ever arrives, Mrs. Mrs. Statham, uh, then you have to. Either remove her from the proceedings, if you know what I mean, but also don't hurt Helen Mirren; she's a national treasure.
1: D- divert the mum.
0: Yeah, divert the mum. That's kind of that's kind of like 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 the final the final scene before failure. You have you have to extract him, and she's wandering around like
2: Jason, Jason,
0: and you have to try, <laughs> you have to try and pull, try and cover his ears and get him away.
1: Just just <laughs> distract him with a panda. Wrong, you've got to try and hide the cocaine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cocaine is mandatory.
1: No, no, you're trying to hide it from his mum. Oh, right,
0: I see. Yeah, oh, I see. Right, so so make at him, that make, point, make that point pretty
1: make, put him in that jumper she got him three years ago. So, oh, I see. So, so one of the characters is like actually,
0: you know what? Don't worry about the cultural like, the, the cultural liaison. We roll liaison and tour guide into one character. One of the characters is his agent. Yes, who has to, who has to protect Jason Statham's public persona and also his relationship with his mum.
1: I think that could work,
0: and I think he's still married to Rosie Huntingdon Whiteley.
1: Oh, really? Yes.
0: So she could she could be present. Yeah, she could be around. I don't think I've ever heard her speak. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I love this. I love the idea of having to like, and you could have a very big like. You'd, you'd have two um, two tables. One. Which is um, what Jason like what scene J- Jason Statham tries to mess up. Jason Statham tries to mess up, <laughs> and two is how Wesley Snipes interacts with things. Yeah, and you just roll through these uh, like and, and so like um you're in the panda exhibit and you roll on the second table um and Morgan Freeman's corpse appears <laughs> in um. In the panda exhibit, and you have to try and cover that up. How are you going to do it? <laughs> He's been Clearly. killed with the
1: same butter knife that Jason Statham <laughs> used for breakfast. Has <laughs> been planted in the cage.
0: <coughs> so, so, job one: disguise yourself as a panda and extract the corpse of Morgan Freeman.
1: <laughs> Hide the evidence. Just scrub just, the scene.
0: Just make him look a lot like bamboo. <laughs> so the pandas eat him. <laughs> Meanwhile, Statham's wandering
1: around.
0: <laughs> you have to try and make up Panda Facts to placate him.
1: <laughs> you have a clock like Blade in the Dark. What
0: do these little bastards eat? <laughs> um, uh, Morgan Freeman's.
1: How convenient.
0: Ah, fucking convenient. Um, so what? So you've got a clock like Blade in the Dark?
1: Yeah, you got clocks like Blade in the Dark. Like Jason yeah. Statham gets drunk.
0: Jason Statham yeah Jason Statham takes too much cocaine or Jason Statham runs out of cocaine both of which are problems <laughs> yeah we should know from a legal perspective i don't think, i don't know whether he does cocaine or not i assume he does some because he's famous
1: yeah cuz
0: well I, I don't, would i don't think he's renowned for it or anything you know no yeah um i mean this is the game we're writing but should we go through and do a few more <laughs> Let's. patrick o'duffy suggests GURPS No, not that, GURP's a different one. So not
1: the generic universal role-playing system?
0: Nah, it's just the noise you make when you vom up a load of raw eggs.
1: Oh. (laughs) And it's
0: like, how many eggs can you eat?
1: (laughs) Not really a role-playing game. More of a physical challenge.
0: It's a game.
1: Yes, but you're not playing a role. It's possible to
0: win and lose. The role is someone who thinks it's a... It's a LARP, then. (laughs) Okay alright, alright, sorry. I didn't realise that you were you were so devoted to the Nordic LARP scene. You know what? You've all got your incredibly sad reasons for eating a fuck ton of eggs <laughs> here at the end of the world.
1: My father and mother were killed by eggs. I will rid the world of them.
0: That you know what, Chris, that's that's too unsubtle for Nordic LARP.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Perhaps,
0: perhaps you're investigating the real meaning of what it means to eat two hundred eggs in one sitting, <laughs> like Cool Hand Luke.
1: Investigating the real meaning of Christmas through consuming ah, the
0: eggs. I like that. That's very. That's 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 some lateral thinking. We've also so what amounts to a celebrity guest has written in in the Frog Croakley, who wrote a book about this.
1: Has, there's too many titles
0: He's given us far too many I think my favourite one of his is Scream if you want to get vaster
1: I I think that's an easy Easy in For RPGs
0: I don't think that's an RPG I think again it's a bit like It's, um, it's a game where you just yell as hard as you can Into your phone and an avatar gets bigger and bigger
1: I don't know I'm thinking like Super Sentai Super like Power oh, Rangers. S- s-
0: oh, okay, right. Okay, go on.
1: So you're in your special suit, and the only way you can get bigger is yelling.
0: Right. See, I was thinking of it more like more like a gang beasts multiplayer brawler. But, you know, like when it says, ready, fight. You that, just
1: yell at each other for five minutes.
0: No, 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 That period, no, dude, that that is that is fifteen seconds where you have to yell so loud into a microphone, and the bigger you the, the louder you yell, the larger and more powerful your character becomes, but then you 've got some tactics because smaller characters one they get the benefit to a c but two they can they, they can like, they can climb up the bigger characters and stab the weak points
1: that's true, but I mean what you really want to do is climb inside them and then start screaming. <laughs> What the stuff?
0: Sorry. I was imagining there was a screaming portion of the game and a fighting portion of the game, but your idea of having both combined is genius.
1: (laughs) You just, yeah, you just have it so that, like, whenever you do a move, you shout, (laughs) yeah!
2: And you get a little bit bigger. And whenever you fall over,
1: you scream as well, so you get a little bit bigger.
2: I just realised as well.
0: If you're yelling, your character's avatar is going to have their mouth open, so at that point, it's kind of a, it's kind of a watch the throne, baby, because everyone's going to try and charge in your mouth and start yelling.
2: <laughs> exactly, it's it's
1: the modern equivalent of telefragging. <laughs> yeah, the modern equivalent.
0: Uh, Emma Charleston pops on and says that it should be VR this game, which I think just doubled whatever we were saying. Yeah, because like, because like, imagine. Imagine what we just said, but it's all first person and you're using your HTC Vive controls to like literally grapple up the side of another player. Oh my god. And parachute into their mouth. At which point you start yelling as, as, as loud as you can. Everyone else is in there. You're all holding hands and yelling and growing and growing. <laughs> <laughs> is there a way to get smaller? Um, Do you make very small noises? There's a valve. Oh, actually, Chris, it's a... um if you stop making noise, you gradually get smaller.
1: So you've got to continuously yell. Yes,
0: mate. Also, there is a judge present <laughs> near every player to make sure they don't just like put on a recording of like man yelling .dot three Yeah, because that would be cheating. I want this to work on. let work on the honor system. But also, <laughs> just, there just is a playing judge.
1: Smash Mouth really loudly through their microphone. <laughs>
0: Yeah, or just just like hitting the microphone against the wall. Yeah. That would also work. That's not what I want. It has to be shouting. It has to be screaming. Sorry, the word is scream. Yeah. Also, oh fuck, I want an octopus ranch. It's
1: like Stardew Valley. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but with none of the sort of... I, I, I quite like the idea that it's Stardew Valley crossed with um, Horsemaster. It was Horsemaster, do you remember that one? I don't. That one where, The one where you have to grow a genetically engineered monster horse in your bathroom.
1: Don't know that one, no.
0: Oh, it's fucking terrifying. Um, but the idea is that you've got an octopus ranch, and there's all these wonderful deep relationships that you can form with characters in the town, but you're too fucking busy because the octopuses keep getting out.
1: <laughs> and they are nightmare creatures.
0: Oh, like, yeah, and like we've got special octopuses as well. Yep. Not, just, not just like the normal run of the mill octopuses, which I should stress are nightmare terrifying octopuses, but ones like void octopuses, fire octopuses. They'd probably go out, wouldn't they?
1: Eventually, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's true. I mean, what you've got there is steam octopuses. <laughs> and then, <laughs> no. no go,
1: environmental interactions, that makes the game better.
0: Uh, at which point, like, oh, actually, you've got to build a fire room for the fire octopuses to live in.
1: Yeah, so they can swim in fire.
0: Blood uncle's deluxe <laughs> What? What's that?
1: Well most uncles are related by blood. So that's just, that's just a really good uncle
0: <laughs> Just like, like really good hair, nice teeth. Yeah. Smells good, the whole the whole thing. Nice chat. How about Doctor's sausages?
1: <laughs> Why did you say it so slowly?
0: He's put a space between each of the letters.
1: Oh God! Is it an acronym? Doctor Sausages. Who talks like that through the entire time?
0: Yeah, it's a, so it's um, it's a it's a it's a it heavily inspired by the game Her Story. You have to watch a lot of interviews with Doctor Sausages.
1: <laughs> Interminably long interviews. The shortest yeah. one is twenty-five minutes.
0: Yeah, and you have to search by keyword. I mean, yep. He just talks about sausages so much. <laughs> Do not search for sausages. It's, it gradually comes out that he's not even a real doctor,
1: <laughs> and has no concept of what sausages are.
0: <laughs> it's just him. It's just him finding himself.
1: <laughs>
0: all right, pick one out.
1: Okay, time gardeners. I mean,
0: all gardeners are type. Also, you have to say who suggested it as well, because I was uh, Tim Clare. Tim Clare. Ah, oh, Tim Clare Poet.
1: Time gardeners. Now, do they have a garden in which they grow time?
0: Okay. With, like, like the the the
1: physical... Th- the, what, what, the concept the, of time. The constant, yes. Yeah. Um, cool. Or are they gardeners who go back and forwards in time just to help their crops grow?
0: That's the least possible exciting application of time travel I can think of. Yeah. To, like... Well, hmm, I guess... You could probably do forests quite quickly with it.
1: Yep,
2: bam, like, forest. You'd, you'd,
0: like you'd put some seeds in and then like rub your time gloves over it. Or, or, sorry, <laughs> your, your time hoe. <laughs> um, and then a tree would come out. It's not, I mean, that's more interesting than watching a tree grow, I
1: guess. Substantially.
0: But I think I'd much rather have people who grow loose time and then sell it off. No, actually, I prefer my first idea. I prefer the one where you've got very quick trees. Tim Clare also suggests the monocle chronicles.
1: Which is the story of a single monocle throughout generations of a family. Oh, so it's like microscope. <laughs> <laughs> what I what 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 does this monocle scene?
0: Mm well nothing. No, it's you close. know what I mean. How like about if fake walls sailor? could talk.
1: <laughs> fake sailor.
0: It's gotta pretend you're a sailor.
1: Yeah, I mean that's just like an awful lot of what happened during d- during the pirate times. People just pretended to be sailors and then got on a boat and then, hooray, pirate.
2: How
0: how do you pretend to be a sailor? I guess you'd, I think you'd have to have real sailors interact with you at some point, otherwise what you're just doing is on a boat.
1: Yeah. At which point you're just a sailor, aren't you?
0: So I guess it would be like, you'd run a bit like Octodad. <laughs> right? Right. So it's Octodad crossed with, again, Sea of Thieves And so you've got Sea of Thieves But like a much more complicated boat And nothing's labelled
1: And you have no idea what anything does No
0: idea what anything is And they're using that in that, that fucking incomprehensible slang
1: Half of which is made up
0: Yeah, starboard, larboard Foxel, poop deck um, Stern, aft Rigging That sort of thing I um, Careful
1: I don't mistake you for a sailor, sir Sorry. Careful, I don't mistake you for a sailor.
0: <laughs> Else, I'll have you on my fucking ship. But you, <laughs> perhaps that's perhaps that's just what 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 we did there was the intro <laughs> 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 But you you wind up on a ship and you have to convince the other so you have to convince the sailors that you're a real sailor. So so a man will turn and yell at you and he's got a big hat on. So you assume he's the captain and he's like, "Sally the poop deck," and you have to go in. Like, so it'll be VR. And everything you do has an effect, but you have to use the tools to what you reckon is selling the poop deck. And then, and then every night in your hammock, the man next to you turns over and says, "I know you're not a sailor, but <laughs> I'm going to grade you on your performance today. Today you got C rank. And then, and then he's got one eye open in the darkness, and then he just rolls over and falls
1: asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to get through a full year's voyage.
0: You got to hit S rank, at which point you hit captain, and that's basically it's a it's a massively comp- it's basically it's um it's pirate simulator 2018 but with no tutorial yeah, and I suppose if the, with a
1: VR version of just dance,
0: I suppose it wouldn't be pirate. It would be like I guess it would be like like navy simulator, right? Yeah, but if you if you get if someone figures out you're not a spy, if someone figures out you're you're not a, a sailor, you get you know. Shot. Kegel I guess that's what walled. they did. Keel hole. Is that why they just like tied you to the boat?
1: They tied. They tied you to a rope and then dragged you underneath the boat.
0: That sounds bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it kind of you know strips the skin off of you.
0: Oh, because you bump into that into that rough boat
1: into the barnacles. Mm, I don't like the sound of that. No, it's not. Let's nice. not have that happen. No, it's terribly graphic in the game. Bru-
0: <laughs> Again, VR. <they are. laughs> Russell Jones writes in with my favorite suggestion of all of them. Which is. Boys! Can you sing?
1: (laughs) How are we going to model that in an RPG? Okay,
0: um. You know, brassed off. Yes. Like that, with no instruments or anything.
1: So everybody's got profession singer? Kind of,
0: but. So it'd be like Rock Band.
1: (laughs) So it's Rock Band. Keep making these into video games! I'm trying to. I'm trying to root this back into Tabletop of RPGs. Chris,
0: we've we've already made the best game, which is Jason Statham's Big <laughs> Jason <Jathan> Statham Jason <Jathan laughs> Statham's Big Vacation. Big so
2: <laughs> we've solved it.
0: We've solved the podcast. Boys, can you? All right, you know what, I don't know how it is. I'm the ideas man. You're a game mechanic. I want you to try and get some ideas around. Boys, can you sing?
1: Okay, boys, can you sing? So we're not mm. going video game. Apparently not, no. No. Mm. Hmm. No. Well, if it is kind of like Brast Off,
0: mm-hmm. then
1: you've got to try and level up enough to, until the point that you can sing.
0: Right. So it's a bit like the Full Monty that you have to practice and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think Full Monty was kind of like Brast Off, but with cocks, wasn't it? Yes, 100%. They all kind of flow together. Yeah, okay. So you've got to level up. Yep. How do you By level up
1: singing? Presumably starting just singing to your ma'am. And, <laughs> and then like really eventually singing
0: Like, like without words.
1: Yeah. just having a crack at it.
0: You start off as humming, then you go whistling. And then you get up to like nursery rhymes, and eventually you're doing full operettas. Right,
1: well, you take a specialty, you become a baritone.
0: That's, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's like a prestige class, I presume.
2: Yeah. I was
0: a baritone. I guess right. I still am.
2: <laughs> I guess. I guess? Does that change?
1: I don't know. I, a bit like, you, I, mean, I didn't think you could be fired from being a baritone.
0: Nah, but like I haven't sung in 10 years. Longer, shit. What year is it? How old am I? It's
1: 2018.
0: I'm, 20, I'm 31 years old. Uh, oh, you know what? 16 years it's been since I sang. There you go. Point is, I used to be a baritone, and I don't know whether that's something that, that wears off. <laughs> is it like being someone who's trained in first aid, or is it like being six foot two?
1: You have to have accreditations every month.
0: <laughs> Everybody stand back, I'm a baritone.
1: <laughs>
2: I will I save got this. this.
0: Man. He sang flatly. <laughs> Can you think of any character classes for GURPS the RPG where you just drink a load of eggs?
1: You could be that person who just opens their throat.
0: Okay, no, this, this is a larp. This is a larp, so it has to be like we have oh, to wrap hey, okay. this stuff. Well, because like the thing, if it's if it's just a game where you're just. Describing eating a load of eggs, I, can, I can't think that getting that being fun much past about five minutes.
1: Time mage. You can stop time. other people from from drinking eggs for a certain amount of time.
0: I like that. That's good. Ah, so are we are we drawing on our favourite inspiration for <laughs> um, role playing games, which is the TV show Nailed It on Netflix, yes, which we just mainlined all in one go on holiday. So good. Can you tell the wonderful people about, about um, Nelbit, please?
1: It's like a cooking show, but the people are shit. And so they... you get like a really fancy cupcake,
2: yeah,
1: and then people who th- reckon they can cook...
0: People who enjoy baking but aren't good at it.
1: Yeah. And then have to replicate it within a certain amount of time.
0: And when Chris has a certain amount of time, he means not enough time for a professional to do it. No.
1: Definitely not enough time.
0: Like they'll give them forty-five minutes to bake and ice a cake. Yep,
1: yeah, and they will muck it up royally. And it's it's glorious because yeah. in the second round you get they get buzzers where they can stop other people from cooking, and request help. But it's all in French.
0: <laughs> or just have the host who knows nothing about baking bother the other contestants. <laughs> <laughs> it's genius. It's beautiful, and was shot for about a tenner. Yeah. I, I really like it, and uh, I think I, I, I think I would recommend any game designer, or actually any live games designer, should watch Nailed It from a production point of view. Because I, if there's one thing I I, I hate in LARPs it's production values. Yep. I find them rude. offensive. Yes, offensive. I could never afford them. I don't see why anyone else should have that. That's why I refuse to go to secret cinema. Yep. What the fuck are we talking about? Eggs. Time Mage. Yep. So you so you can stop someone drinking a load of eggs. Um, chicken Haver.
1: <laughs> well, or you, d- direct, direct yeah, you got a direct source of eggs
0: Yeah, you've got a direct source of eggs Also, you've got a chicken you can throw Yep,
1: that's so always that, good that,
0: That's going to upset people
1: Zelda has taught us a lot about that Grandma You could knit whilst choking down eggs
0: No, 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 you can suck the innards <laughs> out <laughs> Because no one grandma already you. knows
1: how to suck eggs
0: That's the one thing grandmas know I'm pretty sure, according to the phrase
1: <laughs> That's all they can do
0: it's just the phrase. It's just like like te- like teaching your grandma to suck eggs or blow yeah. eggs. Is it sucking or blowing? Sucking, sucking. Ugh. I get. Oh, actually, at that point, right? You suck the innards out, chow down that lovely egg juice, put the empty shell on an opponent's pile, and they're oh. like, and they're like, got this delicious egg. Oh, actually, I've got I've, I've got an idea for f- for another class. Mm-hmm. Pan haver. So they, you can in, fry them first. You're allowed to make an omelette. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like maybe like omeletteer. Yep. That that I think that would be the class I'd go for. Fry Yeah. Short order cook.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Scrambler. <laughs> <laughs> just I just I can't I can't see this ending well for anybody. I've had another involved. idea for a
0: class. Dog.
1: Oh yeah, they can just hoover that up.
0: Yeah, like that's the thing. Like humans have a sort of an instinctive gag reflex to eating raw eggs. Well,
1: when your stomach is so full of albumin that you can't move. Yeah,
0: dogs don't have that. No. Yeah. So I mean, I think like of of all the competitors, one character would be a dog. wrapped by a dog.
1: Yep. Given access to as many raw eggs as it can (laughs) (laughs) physically
0: eat, this will this the dog will at least shit itself. in 64 writes in, Space Daddy. Oh, Now, what kind of daddy are we thinking here?
1: I don't know. Is this not kind of the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy?
0: Yeah. Actually, it's definitely the subplot.
1: Yeah. So you've got to go and find your daddy amongst the stars.
0: So, like, who's your daddy? Yeah. Because, like, that's one idea of daddy. The other option? So, that's, from what I can see, there's three. There's that one where you find your daddy amongst the stars. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two, where you are a dad to some younger characters in space and you look after them. Again, a bit like Rogue Trader. but Not everything's
1: but, Rogue Trader, Carl. Everything is Rogue Trader.
0: I'll go to my fucking grave before I disagree. <laughs> now, before I agree, I'll go to my fucking grave.
1: <laughs> I will die.
0: If you need me, I'll be in my grave. Well, thirdly, it's the sex thing. Yeah. Which I think is maybe a bigger thing on Twitter than is actually in real life.
1: Possibly, yeah. I, I hope so.
0: I can't really imagine, and definitely any of my straight friends turning to one another during lovemaker during lovemaking and uttering the words the word "daddy." No, without a serious debonering, <laughs> or like. Oh, like, 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 sorry, sorry. What did you say? Sorry, what? Wait, what? I, we need to have a word about this.
1: You've got some problems that we need to walk through. Like,
0: you don't get that with Uncle, do you?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, Uncle,
0: spank me, Uncle. That doesn't happen. That's and creepy. And
1: thankfully, you don't get it the other way. What? You don't get sun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a thing on Twitter. Good. It is. It is weirdly prevalent on the pornographic sites. So I'll I'll, I'll go to a I'll go to a site that d- that displays pornography, and if you're listening, Mum, I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> mainly, I'm really sorry for you getting through 55 episodes of really difficult in jokes to get to this point. <laughs> but when I go to one of the you know one of your thumbnail video galleries. You know, and you're in there looking for something to entertain yourself. I'm going to say about one in six of the videos I'm shown implies incest.
1: Yeah. Why is that so popular? I cannot tell you. Because
0: it's like, if it was like one in six of the videos was like Fifty Shades of Grey, sexy BDSM tying up and whips and bum stuff. All right, cool. I can understand. You know, we have that, that. That to me seems like a pretty baseline fetish to have. But stepsisters are very popular.
1: Yeah, and... Stepmothers. It doesn't seem like it's a common thing in reality. Maybe, I guess that's why it's the, a fetish. Maybe, maybe... Well, we're both only children. True. Maybe this is a thing. We need to get a guest on and ask them this question. Somebody <laughs> with a lot of siblings.
0: So, um... You ever, um... You know, that? <laughs>
1: Does lewd hand gesture?
0: <laughs> what you have to do it against the microphone.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, do you have a suggestion so we can stop talking about it <laughs> Okay.
1: Ten days until Death Dungeon.
0: I mean, I think you're burying the lead. <laughs> this, this <is> <laughs> <laughs> I think the fun part is maybe Death Dungeon.
1: But no, this this is just the ten days until Death Dungeon. You don't actually play Death Dungeon.
0: This is the heartbreaking story game where it's a two player game, and you start with just the tips of your index fingers touching each other and that's and that's day one and you talk about you you talk about the day you receive the letter that you have to go to death dungeon, and then you touch your you touch all of your fingertips together and then it's like when you go and tell your parents that you're leaving Death Dungeon, and you slowly get further and further around each other, until I guess you walk past each other? I don't know how that works. <laughs> but until until all of your limbs are wrapped around one another and you're mumbling with your face mashed into the other person's shoulder about the long and sad journey to Death Dungeon on day 10.
1: That's crushing. Mm. Is it a game?
0: Um... I've had some developers argue that similar things are.
1: <laughs> not what I asked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not I'm not here to gatekeep about what is and what isn't a game. Okay. I look, mate, I've played my career fast and loose enough to not start <laughs> to not start gatekeeping. Because if there's a sniff of something not being a game, I am fucked. Yeah. That I mean at least like Generally, I have sort of roll under stats in my game. <laughs> you can get away with. So there's, there's there's what's the game? It's like um, how we are like the storm, where you like you describe a breakup or you describe a relationship and a storm, and you also draw on each other's arms. Um that's and, that, I mean. and that's kind of the mechanic around that. And it's the thing like it's it's beautiful and interesting. And like I'm, I'm kind of cheating because I've already got a sleeve tattoo on one of my arms, so that's kind of you know couldn't really do that one, but. I think there's something intimate and interesting about that Not that I would necessarily play it
1: No, but what you're describing previously Was essentially the world's most complicated hug Just well, a hug
0: But you have to just... Okay, then then, then... then what are your mechanics then, big horse? I've got to stop um, calling you that I'm not, never going to stop calling you that what are your <laughs> You're never going to stop calling me that for some Never reason. It's going to increase the size of horses
1: So you've just got a ju- new job at death dungeon and you've got to prepare
0: okay so you're like you're like a skeleton. yeah no you're going to become a (laughs) skeleton
1: eventually but you've got to get yourself ready you've got to get all your affairs in order
0: yeah but you've only got 10 days to get it done right okay and then and then the people arrive
1: and then death dungeon itself arrives which is i assume some sort of traveling circus type dungeon affair
0: Oh, I guess like maybe like maybe you're in like death death dungeon orientation camp. Yeah, you've you're, you have gonna survive death
1: dungeon.
0: Oh, that's the thing. Like it, that, that, that's all. That's all fine. That's all above board. That's all health and safety regulated. That's fine. And then you get in the minivan and go to death dungeon where you have to kill people.
2: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. Patrick O'Duffy again writes in tomb fuckers. <laughs>
1: Well, you play an archaeological expedition, Mm -hmm. Um, but instead of you know finding Tutankhamen's tomb, you um,
0: find Tutankhamen's tomb, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Or you put your dick in it.
1: Yep. Okay. Uh, But it's like around the world in eighty days. It's kind of a race.
2: (laughs) Fuck the most. So there's
1: there's a there's a very elitist London club, (laughs) and you've all joined in accord.
0: I do want to stress: we're not. It's not the not the corpses. It's the tombs, right? It's no, the it's, the it's the actual tomb. Them. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay, it's the first to, to
1: get their revealed genitalia into the tomb.
0: <laughs> Can you wear protection? No. Oh man,
1: that's I'm, not revealed.
0: Well, I mean, condoms are translucent. True. So like, you could probably like. I think you could tell.
1: <laughs> yes, you could tell.
0: Like okay, your penis has to be identifiable. Or actually, well, no, it's the thing because like I I don't want I don't want just penis havers, no. in this game. I also want, you know what? You have to have consensual sex with the tomb.
1: Yep, which is and more that, difficult than it sounds.
0: That's between you and the tomb. Yeah. Okay. And God.
1: But yeah, God, it's it's a, it's it's a race from an upmarket London club.
0: Okay. So I mean, it's basically just a hack of eighty days. Yeah. The popular Meg Giant. Boat simulator, <laughs> airplane. There's lots of different ways you can move around. Sure. Look, look. I think I think we should have saved Jason, Jason Statham.
1: I think maybe that's sense. right. That was that was quality.
0: Samuel Pinney writes in, "Butter spy." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, are you spying on butter, or are you but a spy?
0: Uh, it's butter, so B-U-T-T-E-R, spy. Okay. I think you're after butter secrets.
1: I, I think you're the Lurpak man from the adverts.
0: <laughs> the little trombone. Playing his
1: little trombone.
0: <laughs> That's not very spy. But very swap that out for
1: a silenced rifle.
2: Uh,
0: okay. Well, I guess you could just put a uh, muffler in the no, trombone. There you go.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, then
1: what? Um, and then you've got to sneak into the Clover warehouse... To find oh, out the well, astral yeah. secrets.
0: So hang on. there's there's the Clover Warehouse in like pastoral gardens. You've mm-hmm. got the anchor, like liner, like a shipping liner where all their butter is because they've got anchors. Yep. See, because ships have anchors, do you know? That's the I assume so. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and so, like, but that one's different because it's moving. So it's like Hitman. Yeah. Except you're going in to steal butter secrets.
1: You're a tiny buttery gent, <laughs> who can presumably slide under doorways when it's warm. That's an interesting
0: idea actually because you've got like a bit like how Legend of Zelda had like day night mechanics back in Ocarina of Time. You've got temperature mechanics. Where like where like if you if you stand out in the sun for too long you'll melt, but but like you'll get much faster downhill. Yeah. And you can go into doors. You could you could um you could put parts of yourself on bread as a ruse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then climb out of the person who ate you later. <laughs> Jesus.
0: And we're back to scream (laughs) if you want to get faster. (laughs) Okay, should we wrap it up?
1: (laughs) I think we probably should, although I would like to say one more.
0: Oh, please, if you got any more? Park Grinder.
1: Park Grinder? Yep. Go on. I don't know, but I love the name. I mean, isn't this Tony Hawks? See, I thought that.
0: But mm. then I thought, is it, this uh, is Sean Smith, by the way, because refuses yes. to um, say who. Sorry, yeah, it I keep in.
1: forgetting to say who who did it. Mm. Um, then I thought of those people with the, the 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 music boxes, the grinders.
0: Oh, right, like a hurdy-gurdy.
1: Yeah, like that, mm-hmm. going around parks and attempting to get some money from people with a little horrid mm. monkey.
0: You've got the monkey class. Yep. You've got the organ grinder class. Organ grinder—that's uh,
1: the word I was going for.
0: I guess. Like, I guess you'd level up to like like a one-man band. Yeah,
1: eventually you start playing bandstands, get a recording deal.
0: I quite like the idea that, um, like, that you start off and you've just got you've just got the tune that, that you that you are playing a plinky plonky grindy organ, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, come to think of it, I think that's got a keyboard on it. So you've got that, right? And people are like, I'm loving that. I'm love. I'm loving that organ sound. Here's some money. Uh, but but then eventually, like, you're in different parks and people are like, mm, I want to hear some knee cymbals. <laughs> I want to get I want to get that that fresh knee cymbal jazz. So you go down to um, Bert's musical emporium and you give over your hard-won coppers and you buy a pair of knee cymbals. And then you go around. And you're like, Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. love that sound, Daddy O. What about if you had a mouth organ strapped to your face? And so it eventually, gets more and more complicated. So it's basically uh, it's, it's it's like Guitar Heroes. It, it, it's like DDR, yep. except except it's a, it's it's an open world game. Probably just run it as a Grand Theft Auto mod. Um, you, Assassin's Creed going... mod. <laughs> I think the movement's maybe a little smooth in Assassin's Creed. I, I want know. that you got a monkey. I want that well the... okay, the monkey gets to use Assassin's Creed controls. Yeah, picking pockets um, and whatnot. Yes, that, that that is also like you are simply a distraction for the monkey. Oh actually that's kinda of fun. So in the one player game, you've got a sort of staggery ragdoll park drunk who's playing a, a tin whistle. Or an organ grinder, or what have you, or, and you know, or the, or the one-man band game.
2: Yeah,
0: and you're finding groups of people, and you're doing performances, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, and maybe like, you get people who don't like you, you, have to run away from them, and you've got like park security who try to kick you out because you're doing horrible things in there to music. And then groups of lads, groups of lads who are there, children who are crying and ruining the atmosphere. But then your monkeys going around, and it's kind of like an ambient thing where it's just like picking pockets, stealing like cans of Panda Pop. From kids that sort of thing but in a two-player game the second player controls the monkey yeah and they're sneaking around using the assassin's creed controls they're blending into groups of i don't know ducks <laughs>
1: <laughs> actually having fun in the game
0: i think i think you can make what's the thing like there's 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 something quite charming about the idea of playing an assassin's creed game but like actually think of it more like Splinter Cell rather than Assassin's Creed yeah that's better way of putting it kind of like knife edge but the louder and more on rhythm your mate is playing the more distracted the audience are so like you've got kind of a nice back and forth there
1: that does kind of work actually
0: I kind of like that that's kind of fun thank you so much for listening to Hearty Dice Friends we are going to write up Jason Statham's Big Vacation as a role-playing game. Yeah, I figure we're gonna. T- I figure we do. I'm not sure about Apocalypse World because I don't want to use that system. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk actual shop here for a second, Chris. Yep. Yeah. D8 roll under.
1: Sounds fairly solid. Yeah, a couple of stats per character.
0: You know what I want? What a weakness. I want multiple levels of critical failure. <laughs> yes. So like 7 is a critical failure, 8 is a catastrophic failure.
1: I want everybody to have a noble goal and an ignoble goal. Mm. So like So to, the so noble like, goal of one character is make sure Jason Statham is all right with his man Right, oh I see, right yeah. And the ignoble goal is really really wants Jason Statham's cocaine.
0: So it's the, so like it's not like it's not like I'm going to destroy the mission, but it's more no. I'm going to make things more difficult. Yes. So almost like a paranoia vibe going on there. Yeah, kind of. And, you, and you've got, like, can you trust the others in this yeah. high-tension, situ- high-tension situation where Jason Statham is ziplining down, trouserless, about to kick apart an ambulance.
1: And you're standing at the bottom of the zip line, ready with a pair of trousers to catch him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the trousers on. That would like, be his agent's job. Meanwhile, the cultural liaison is explaining to local press that, this, this, this is, that he's merely thanking the ambulance drivers for their service to the medium of kicks.
2: he
1: mm-hmm. He's got greetings on his on the bottom of his boots.
0: <laughs> and the lawyer is very quickly writing things in mirror on the bottom of his boots. <laughs> Thanks for all your service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like so like it's it's a game more about things going entertainingly wrong and you have a you have a statham chaos meter which builds up until either he gets arrested or disgraced. He dies. I actually quite like the idea that like your own safety is largely is largely fine. It's it's, it's not yeah. like you have hit
1: points no, or anything. You don't. It's like, just the Statham meter.
0: Like I think you'd get um statuses or statins No, no. Um, you no, sorry. Um, you get statuses put on you. So like you could have like the injured status or what have you. It'd be more like a penalty dice or like mm. captured or what have you. But the actual the meat of it, the hit points and all all the maths of the game. it's Jason Statham either being imprisoned. Upset, dead, or insane. Yep. So he gets he gets your standard Call of Cthulhu endings, but he's just on his holes.
1: <laughs> he's just an Ibiza.
0: He's just an Ibiza. Oh man, that is brilliant. I wonder if he's a Sui kind of guy. Let's hope not. Yeah, because like all the games I've written based on existing properties have been broadly positive. Even that one where you have to try and be Sean Bean and then try to survive so you can die. That still paints Sean Bean as a hero. Yeah. I'm just not sure that Jason Statham... Jason... Fucking hell! <laughs> Jason Statham, painting him as a cocaine-addled lunatic who's trying to kick apart a panda <laughs> is the best... Maybe we could just... No, we can't change it for the name. Thank you so much for listening to episode 56 of Hearty Dies Friends, the-, the podcast where we give advice. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Next week. In this episode, we kind of showed you how we design games, and I'm not even joking.
1: No, that's, that's how we design games. That's how Spire mm. got designed.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Honestly. I'm Grant Howitt. This is Chris Taylor. If you like what we've done, you can go along to patreon.com forward slash friends, give us some cash, join the Discord, hang out, see what's what on there. You can also follow us on Twitter at HDFpodcast, um, or follow our personal accounts, uh, but you'll have to look for those because I'm feeling cheeky. Oh. <laughs> Catch me! Uh, you can also send us an email at hardydicefriends at gmail dot com if you have a big old long question or you want to get in touch and are Jason Statham's lawyer um, about how we buy the rights to this game. Because honestly, I can I can see things going very well. Yeah, I mean, there's I can a little see us working
1: it for Mr. Statham.
0: Yeah, for sure. He's got to get his beak wet, right? He's got to get his his nose soggy.
1: <laughs> we love the you. cocaine's dry. We
0: love you. <laughs> Listen, you don't want to get damn cocaine, do you? No. I presume. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We want to. We want to sit with you, in an elegant restaurant, and all around. Fine gentlemen, and fancy ladies are wearing their suits and their feather boas and their fox fur wraps. And there are wonderful diamond chandeliers ahead, uh, above us in the, in, on the ceiling. And we're drinking fine wine and eating hmm, some poached fish. And Jason Statham... Jason... dumb, <laughs> <sighs> uh, And Jason Statham <laughs> kicks in all of the windows at once and demands chips. <laughs> Thank you for listening and goodbye, goodbye.